This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. This is Frida Liu, Racing Game. Good morning. And today is the final Friday of the month already. We do this all the time. Sheila Singham from Human Equation, our Tools for Transformation series. And over the last, uh, I think, couple of months, what we've done is gone through some case studies. Mm-hmm. And I go through these case studies, you know, it's very real. It's very, you know, people we know ourselves. Mm-hmm. And what do you do, you know, with the tools that you have with, with, with uh, NLP? Um, what do you do in these sort of situations, right? So we'll get straight into it, Sheila. Um, and this is a, a, a scenario here. Uh, a business professional, very successful, uh, wants to take a new direction in uh, a career, right? Has already opened new markets overseas, uh, developed new uh, businesses for the company, but now wants to do something new and different, right? Um, this individual knows his capabilities, has ideas of what he wants to do, um, but has no motivation, right? Feels stuck, mm. We've been there. Yeah, yeah, we have. We've been there. I've been there. How did you help him? Okay. um, The first thing that happened is I started sort of probing and asking questions. This person came to me and said, like, you know, you just got to help me. I really want to go on to a new level in my career, but something is holding me back. So now, Frida, one thing you have to understand is underlying all our goals are our beliefs. Now, if they're empowering beliefs that support the goals, woohoo. Mm. But if there are limiting beliefs that are sort not of, so woohoo, yeah, which are sort of going against the, the goal, like you know, I I I want this, but I don't believe I can achieve it. Then it's going to be very very hard mm. to achieve it, right? And underpinning those goals are our values. Hmm. Okay, and our values are actually in many ways they are shaped and formed and driven by our experiences. All right, so you have towards values and and away from values. Away means you're running away from something maybe in your past. Towards is of course you know it is a desirable thing. So what I did is um, I chatted with him and I found out that actually he knows what he wants to do. He has a fair... In his heart of hearts. In his heart of hearts, he knows where he wants to go. He knows which market he wants to go into, uh, what kind of businesses he wants to diversify into. So I said, you know all this already. So? So what is holding Mm. you back? What is causing you to be in that stuck state? And then he said... "Um, Actually... Actually, (laughs) I don't know whether I'm too old for this Ah. I said ah okay so that appears to be a limiting belief he said "Mm, yeah I think you could say that so actually sometimes you know you you just need to talk a little bit and sort of chunk down drill a bit deeper you find out it's a limiting belief so I said okay good thing the the technique we use to get rid of limiting beliefs very effectively is a timeline therapy technique Right. So what happens is it's very similar to the one that we use for getting rid of negative emotions. You just get the person to, or you ask the person, where did that belief come from? Our beliefs come from different places. Mm. They come from other people. They society, come, society. What we read. Absolutely. Yeah, what we read can be very dangerous. I've myself in the past acquired some limiting beliefs about health huh. from what I read. But um, maybe that's a story for another day. <laughs> Case study for next month. Case study for next month. Ken, yeah, my own personal story. Right. So what happened is I asked him, where did you get that from? 
as it turns out, um, I think he acquired it. He was happily, merrily, gung-ho going along in his career. But I think one day, about a couple of uh, years ago, sat down with some of his contemporaries, you know, also business owners and all that. And what happened was that they um, said that they were selling up their businesses and they wanted to retire because it's time mm. to retire before you get too old to play the game and that sort of thing. So somewhere along the way, because, you know, sometimes when you're in very deep rapport with people, that's when you become kind of like susceptible in a way to to listening to them and taking on their beliefs. So he went, first of all, he said, oh, my goodness, that's so interesting. I, I never realized that. I never realized that. So I said, okay, so do you want to get rid of it? He said, definitely. So we used the timeline therapy technique to get rid of it and supplant that limiting belief that, you know, he's too old to go and start in a new direction with something very empowering that, you know, I can go and do anything I set my mind to no matter what age and make a success of it because I have already done so in my life. Hmm. And that's just it. So once we dismantle the limiting belief, there was no longer anything holding him back. But just to make sure, I made him um, do a well-formed outcome. So what is it you really, really want to do? So go and visualize it. You know, imagine that it's already done. And, um, you know, what resources do you need? He said, I actually have all the resources I need. I just need, you know, to, to get, get right partners and things like that. Is it congruent with who you are, what you want to do? How come you haven't done it before? He said, yeah, it's just this belief. So once we dismantle, the belief he's good to go. You know, that's the thing, right? Because I, I would have friends from, you know, way back when from primary school and all that, right? Mm. And sometimes I guess we do bring up age as a conversation mm. thing, but a lot of times I don't bring it up and, you know, that's me. I don't bring it up. And when people bring up certain things, I say, and I say, you don't say that. Or when people say certain things, I say, I feel I'm ageless. Uh, yeah. And just, I don't know if it's, but I just feel I'm ageless as in, you know, so here's to a new adventure. Here's to a new adventure. Yeah. Here's to a new adventure. So and what has age got to do with it? Because I like for me, I my belief is that I'll continually be moving and working. Uh, maybe not for the money, but I'll always be doing something mm. um, until the day I go. And you should, Frida, because yeah. studies have shown that people who keep learning new things, doing new things, they're the ones who actually have healthier brains. Mm. I mean, as in literally their their brains get, get stronger, they're more neural connections, you know, in, in, in the brain. Mm. So actually, and that keeps um, at bay illnesses like dementia and Alzheimer's disease and all that. Actually, I always feel I'm 19. Good. <laughs> And carry on. I mean, you know, as long as you feel youthful, I think that age is a number anyway. So with that conversation with the gentleman, the moment you took that out, everything became easy. Mm. Everything fell into place and he was so gung-ho. He went out there like one huge adrenaline rush. And I was like, you know, you could see the resolve on the face. Mm. And and it just points to the fact, uh, Frida, that yeah. it doesn't matter what level of society or what level uh, in an organization you're at, whether you're a young executive or a middle manager, or even a you know a senior executive or business person or CEO, everyone has these limiting beliefs somewhere or other. They've picked up from somewhere mm. or other. And while most negative emotions are kind of learned 
um, you know, before the age of seven in, in childhood, limiting beliefs have no um, limit, age limit. Now, yeah. you can pick it up from last week. You yeah. hear someone say yeah. something, you can pick it up and decide to believe it. So, it, it comes with a decision to accept and adopt and believe So, this. So, be discerning and watchful. Is that a limiting belief or not? So, these, mm. you know, like you, can, like mm. you say, you can just pick up mm. a limiting belief, yeah. an innocent conversation. Mm. And so, just, just, I guess, to be mindful yeah. about these things. Yeah. We'll bring up another case study after this. I'm here with uh, Sheila Singham in our Tools for Transformation series. You're listening to Raise Your Game, BFM 89.9. Bring forth money, BFM 89.9. Hi, this is Frida and it's Raise Your Game. Sheila Singham from Human Equation here with me in our Tools for Transformation series. She comes on uh, the final Friday of every month. Um, you know, so what we've been doing the last couple of months is go through case studies, if, you know, and find out how, you know, with the tools that you've got, you can actually... Um, resolve some of these challenges mm. that you have, right? So earlier on, we went through this uh, this business professional who's got age as a limiting belief, I'm too old, I'm too young, what have you. Uh, so this is another one. Okay, so this is a professional in her 30s, um, and she's been in her line of work for more than 10 years. But time and again, uh, she was told that she's not good enough at her job and treated badly. You know? So finally, uh, she went through depression because she felt like a failure. How do you help her? It's very interesting because this girl was actually very well turned out. She was very beautiful, tall, beautiful, elegant, <coughs> speaks very well. Um, so she decided to take up that particular profession based on the advice of her parents. Father was also in the profession, you see. So what happened is, and, and, and you know, she was kind of in a way again, like, there's that belief that's acquired from someone else is that this is a good profession to be in and this is what you should do. And she did. And she, she was a star student in school and university and things like that, aced all her exams, wrote good research papers, theses and all that. But when she started work, that's when things um, kind of uh, began to go wrong. So because in the practical application of her profession, she didn't seem to fare so well. Things would start off very well mm. because they look at her academic performance and all. And then after a while, it kind of would just deteriorate. So in this case, she would have been in this job for how long? Ten years. Oh, she would have been in a job for like... Two years, three Two, years, okay. you know, all right? So in the past 10 years, she'd switched like four companies and, mm-hmm. th- you know. So it would happen that everyone would be sort of like friendly and all that at first. Then slowly people would just kind of pull away from her. And then after a while, her work would uh, begin to deteriorate. And then, you know, it, it the had, cycle begins. The cycle begins. And then, you know, bosses would come to her and say, well, we thought when we took you in that you're so smart and capable and all that. You can't even do basic this and that. So very demoralizing. And I really think that, um, you know, companies should sit down, you know, send them to a counsellor or something to find out what it is that is causing this trend in behaviour rather than to demean and demoralise the employee. So what happened is she, she quit work uh, beginning of the year and she was just sitting around just getting further and further into depression, taking pills and things like that, you know, mm-hmm. antidepressants. So she came to see me and I started my line of questioning. I started talking to her and I found out Fundamental to this this problem that she had at the workplace was her, um, that she was an effect of how people treated her. Mm. And then how people treated her was actually a result of her own projection. I think I've spoken on the show before yeah. about perception is projection. What you have and what you send out is what you get back. So she was very much an introvert, you know. So she'd go to a new place and, you know, 
people would talk to her and she'll talk and all that. But after a while, she would get caught up in her work and um, and and she was made to feel that she was slow because she took time to, you know, get into the work. And then when people would invite her, come, let's go for lunch and tea and all, she would sort of decline. So they began to feel that she was very, um, you know, she was being very... Oof. Aloof, yeah. right? Uh, she's, and then they were—they actually did sort of come and say through third parties and all that. Uh, she's become very stuck up. She thinks she's very good. She thinks no end of herself. It, it kind of didn't help also that she has a very serious demeanor. You know, very you know one of those women who's very attractive and doesn't smile much. Mm. You know, a bit like Victoria Beckham. You know what I mean? <laughs> so people think that you are you know stuck up and 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 all that. So that would then then they would treat her differently. And it when they treated her differently, differently, it affected her work. It affected her work. She used to get demoralized and all that. And then they would pick on her because you know she they they had in their mind that why well, you think you're so smart now. So I need to find a way to make you think know that you're not so smart. I mean, the way people operate, right? Mm. A lot of times when we behave in these ways, it's actually a projection of our own inner, mm. um, you know, lack of self-esteem. So that was what was happening. And then she would quit and she would go. So one of the things I made her realize is that she needs to build on her rapport skills. You you can turn around and say, well, I don't care about being friends with the world and being in rapport with the world. Then if you don't care, yeah. that's fine. If you're living in an ivory tower and a fine. castle with a moat around it, that's fine. Yeah. But if you're living in the real world and you're working... And Was you're that a statement that, that she said? In this case, you know, I, I don't really care about the world. Are you just making a general statement? I'm just making okay. a general statement, yeah. She, she didn't really say that. Mm. She did say at one point, like... But, you know, why do I need to? And then I pointed out to her. That's why you're here. <laughs> that's right. So we actually, she came to the realization that, oh, it all starts with me. Because usually it all starts with us, doesn't, isn't it? But we don't want to see that because it's easier to, like, you know, point a finger at the rest of the world and blame them because then we don't have to take responsibility. But in this instance, she was very keen to do something to, to, to you know, change herself and the way she was communicating and all that to get the positive results she wanted. So I told her to start doing that, to start, you know, building rapport with people, to start smiling more, to be mindful of her physiology, her tonality, her facial expression when she's talking to people. Another thing I said to her is, after 10 years of doing this, perhaps it's time to come to the realization that this feel doesn't excite you. Mm. Maybe you're not cut out for it. Why did you do this profession? Why did you study this? Because my father told me, my relatives told me and all that. Okay, fine. So it's not 100% your decision. You've tried to make the best of it. By heart of hearts, it, it's not, you're not cut out for it. So what is wrong with, you know, finding a new direction, something that excites you. She said, yeah, but 10 years wasted. I said, my dear, experience is never wasted. Experience is never a waste of time. Whether it is a positive experience or, you know, a negative experience. Because I frankly believe, Frida, you know, people might say I'm being unduly optimistic, but there is no negative experience. Mm. Because even the pain in your life, there is a purpose. Yeah. Right. Mm. As long as you go and see what you can learn from it. I said, look at yourself the past 10 years. Okay, What you've learned today is your airport skills need some work. Mm. Okay. Number two, what you've also learned is you don't like doing that anymore. Mm. You don't like doing that job 
you know, crunching numbers and all that. You want to go out there and do something else a bit more exciting, then go for it. Either go, so I help her to set an outcome. What do you think, think you want to yeah. do? And I think you and I also have gone through uh, many oh, career changes, career right? Changes, yeah. I mean, you know, at one point you are told this is the best thing for you, but who knows what's the best thing for you except yourself? Yeah. Parents are very well-meaning. And I can say this to all parents listening. I know you mean the best for your children, but you've got to let them make the decision. And the mistakes if necessary. That's right. right. Some people learn through different ways. Mm. Some people, you talk to them about somebody else's mistake. They'll say, oh, okay, okay, good. I'm going to learn that. Take a learning from that. Some people just to need to go through it themselves. And yeah. say, oh, yeah, you are right. Yeah, that's right. So you were saying you drew up the, the plan? Yeah, I drew up a plan. I said, okay, what? What are the options that you think you want to explore? So I say I gave her tasking. I made her go and search the internet as to where she could go and, you know, maybe do short courses or part-time work or something like that. So she got a bit excited about that. And uh, she left on a very high note, much, Mm. much better. Mm. And she decided on the new career path. Yeah, she's decided that, you know, she might want to go and pursue that new career path. So Mm. I told her how to go about it. Okay, so sometimes it's simple things, huh? Simple things, lah. And you wonder why you've been suffering for years. Yeah, I mean, you you say that human beings are very complicated. But I think sometimes we complicate things ourselves because sometimes the, the cause of something not working could just be something very, very simple that you need to change. All right. Uh, thanks for being with us again, you know, and uh, these two scenarios are very real to all of us, you know, me especially. Uh, I've been speaking to Sheila Singer from Human Equation, our Tools of Transformation series. BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.